Hey everybody, this is Teresa Alexis, and this is Baddies with Bibles, an impromptu podcast that stems from my ministry, Baddies and Bibles. Today, we're going to be talking about dating and relationships. I know a lot of people get wondering, like, as a believer, as a Christian, what does it look like to date? And honestly, it's just as ghetto as anybody else. I'm just going to be honest. I don't care what nobody say. I know folks be having this very great idea of what they think dating is like. However, if you have not dated in 20 years, it is not the same. It's not the same. It's not the same. Ooh, it's not the same. Okay? Because I know for me, I was married for like a decade and a half. So I was not dating. And so being in the new era of dating and trying to build relationships. Ooh, we Lord, it's rough out here. You know, they say it's hard out here for a pimp. I know I'm just messing with y'all, but like for real, it's, it's, it's some, <laughs> it's some, it, that's that's a word right there. But what I will say that is, it, there are, regardless of who you meet, there are some principles that you can live by that will help you no matter what. So, number one, don't put yourself in situations that you know are going to tempt you to backslide or do something that you're going to regret. That's That's the top thing. If you know you you get weak in the knees by a tall, dark, chocolate man with dreads or whatever, then you probably should go and, like, have a chaperone. And I personally don't think you ever too old to chaperone. I don't care. If I meet somebody and they're serious about me, they're not going to mind that I don't know them and that I'm inviting friends to come with us on this date. We double dating. We double dating. Because if you're not serious, you probably going to be like, oh, no, nah, I don't want to do that. Uh, your intentions may not be pure, sir. Okay? So if they're really serious about you, they're really serious about talking to you, getting to know you, then they won't mind. And something, and, and it can look different. They ain't got to all sit at the same table. You can just to kind of get conversation, everybody get to know each other. But you can also sit... Like a table apart. Either way, I think anybody that's serious about you going to meet your standards and be okay with the boundaries that you set. So, number two, definitely try to be in a public place. I know for me, I ain't no way I'm going to nobody's house ever. Nope. Mm-mm. Because I always think extreme. You can be a serial killer. And while you don't know anything about me and you don't know that I got kids, I ain't trying to die out here and be murdered by somebody. Now, I can fight and I I can, you know, (laughs) take care of myself. But, like, I don't even want to be in that situation. So, if it's not a public place, I ain't going. I really am not. Ain't no way we having a private dinner nowhere, like, for me. Like, on a rooftop by ourselves. No, you could probably try to throw me off the roof. No, thanks. I'm not. No. Mm-mm. That ain't for me. That's for somebody, but it ain't for your girl right here. And I say that a lot. It ain't for me. So, 
yeah, no, I'm, we gonna meet in a public place. Like if we ain't got no chaperones, this is a public place, place that we're going to be in. And this is what we're going to need to meet. And you're going to need to respect that. Or you won't be talking to me. Might be talking to somebody, but you won't be talking to your girl right here. Okay. So, and you know, there's a list of other things, but you got to find what works for you. I think the most important too is don't put yourself in a situation that, you know, you may have to climb out of. Just don't do that to yourself. And also don't meet somebody somewhere private, especially if you don't know them. I don't trust a single soul out here. Okay. Not a single soul. I don't care what all the training and things that I know. I do not care. I don't trust a single soul. Mm-mm. That's something you got to earn from me. I ain't just out here trusting folks. And I ain't gonna lie. I'm going to either take my vehicle and Uber or have somebody drop me off where I can make a clean getaway. You're not picking me up in my house. I know back in the day, that's what used to be done. But now people crazy, people crazy, people crazy. So ain't nobody picking me up in my house. You'll never know where I stay. Like ever. Unless you like the good people from my church who happen to ride by here and see me outside. Otherwise, you ain't going to know. Okay, but ask somebody. But um, yeah, I just, I just for me, those are things. And like, you gotta find what works for you. First of all, nobody should. Well, I know people do this, but you really shouldn't be out here just dating all willy nilly. You should date with intent. I really think you should date with intent. Now, sometimes the intent be bad. You, I know. I know when I first started dating y'all, I ain't gonna lie. I I tried the apps because a friend of mine told me it was a good idea, bad idea. I learned very quickly that it is not for me. I ended up myself in some predicaments and I'm like, this, this ain't it. And then the audacity of people that think if they swipe on you, that you should just give them your phone number, give them access to where you are, give them access to your body. What? First of all, I ain't gonna lie. After I got divorced, I'm, I wasn't, I wasn't too keen on dating because I was like, oh Lord, now people get out here, not just with COVID, they got STD, just thinking about all the things, worst case scenario. Okay. I told you, but when you've be, been married for a while and anybody who's been married for a while and then ends up getting divorced, whether it's by choice or not, uh, you find yourself out here in the ghetto streets of dating and you're like, Lord, I'm going to believe what you said, that there's these top tier and cream of the crop type people that you got out here. Me being one of them, but I ain't seeing it right now. So, you know, for me, like, I don't know, I guess my intent was just to see what it is I wanted. And I found a lot of what I didn't want. I sure found a lot of what I didn't want. And that, to me, is what let me know that the dating apps were not for me. Now, granted, I know these. there are some very true once-in-a-lifetime love stories that happen on these apps. And let me tell you something. I really love and enjoy a good love story. But when I tell you that ain't for your girl, that ain't for your girl. So... 
it's going to have to be something else. God going to have to drop that man from heaven in my face and be like, okay, girl, this the one that's going to date you for real. But he going to have to ask my pastor for me because uh, uh-uh. I ain't interested. I'm just in a whole different headspace. Like for me right now, my intent with dating is to date myself. And I did it for a little while. And then I allowed myself to get bored, which I never do. But I somehow allowed myself to get bored. And that's how I ended up on those apps and with those people that I ain't had no business being with because they just were not for me. Not that they were terrible people. They just weren't for me. Nothing, I ain't asked God not one time about dating any of these people. I ain't asked God nothing. I didn't consult God at all. I never even said, like, God, I ain't pray not one time going on a date with these I didn't do any of that. None of that. So, I guess I got what I got. <laughs> but, like, mm-mm. Nope. You know what? And I say this a lot. You get me one time. You ain't going to get me again. And they got me one time. They ain't going to get me no more. Them apps got me. One time. They ain't going to give me no more. Mm-mm. Delete all. Okay? So, you know, and and I'm not saying that an app can't work for you. I'm saying that it can't work for you, girl. I don't want it to. I'm good. Look, I, I didn't see all I need to see. I don't need to see nothing else. I'm just going to wait on the Lord. And while I wait, I'm going to do everything he tell me to do. To work on myself. Because that's the problem. A lot of people be out here. And that's what I found too. A lot of people just be out here dating. Unhealed. Immature. Just wilding out. Wilding out. It's it's wild. (laughs) It's just wild to me. And that ain't good. I was halfway healed. At least. Going out here trying to talk to people. And like. Let me tell you what happened for me. I got more healed being on those apps because I was like, oh, my God, this is a train wreck out here. Because let me tell you, some of these conversations I would have with people, I felt like I was their therapist. I'm not lying to y'all. That's how you know there's a difference between telling somebody your background briefly to kind of give them like a picture of who you are and what your intent is then there's the people that just like blurt out their whole life story to you and you never asked you ain't get the chance to ask um and I don't care what y'all say people say men don't talk men don't have emotions that is a lie when they feel safe I know for a fact I create an environment of safety no matter where I go for people so people just talk to me strangers strangers yeah yeah so it's 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 all about how people feel safe and that's just the gift god gave me but like people just be talking and i'm just like i'm listening you know i'm never cutting them off or telling them what they're saying is unimportant I'm just like blown away that you would tell a whole stranger like this, not your actual therapist, like your whole life story. And it's funny because same people be like, oh, I don't need therapy. Really? 
Because this feels like a therapy session right now, and I ain't got not one payment. And dinner, my little $20 meal or whatever, and that ain't enough to pay me for a session. Just saying. Therapists cost hundreds of dollars. So do coaches. So, and consultants. I'm like, okay, I'm listening and stuff like that, and I'm giving them <laughs> for real advice, like genuine advice. But just know we ain't going to talk again because why would we do that? And it probably felt good for them to get it out. And I get that. But um, this ain't that. Let me just say it that way. This ain't that. So dating and relationships. <sighs> Man, it's it's ooh wee. It's rough out here. Now, I'm not saying everybody has a bad experience. Because not everybody do. Some people get out here and they date. And they have the best time. And now, let me just be honest. I had a lot of fun for that little period of time. Mm, It probably was about eight months. Maybe that's a stretch. Whatever. Whatever it was. But I I had fun the entire time. But there was some instances where I'm like, this ain't it, God. Oh, God. Lord, please get me out of here. Save me from myself. Because, Lord. And I was fasting. I was praying during that whole time. But, uh, again, when, when I got on those apps, I was not fasting and praying and asking God anything. So, that's probably why I ended up where I ended up. But... Definitely consult God on dating because just because somebody looks nice, looks cute, sexy or fine even don't mean they for you. But let me just be honest. Don't mean they for you. I met a ton of people from different walks of life. Um, They weren't all black like me. So I met a lot of people that were interested in me, but. I came to the conclusion that for me, I don't want to date right now. I don't want to date a single soul. I just want to date myself. And the only person I'm interested in going on dates with is God. Let me have my date with Jesus. Let Let me do that. Let me have my coffee date with Jesus. And in the midst of me doing that, because it's going to be a minute for me, that's my decision. If God sends somebody, great. Because I'm working on me. I'm working on healing myself. I'm working on knowing myself and being to a place where I can say, this is Teresa, apart from a role, apart from a title. Who is Teresa? And if you don't have that for yourself, you're going to struggle. I will say there are things that I did not deal with prior to my marriage that I am now dealing with now that I'm divorced. Because sometimes... And this is what people don't realize. Marriage will suppress and hide a lot a lot of stuff depending on who you're married to. If you're married to somebody who is very wise, strong in the faith, who fasts, who pray. I was not married to somebody like that. Then there will be stuff that comes up out of both of you that can be dealt with and healed. But if that's not your story and it's more like mine where you ain't got that, then a lot of stuff gets hidden, hidden behind marriage. 
And um, there's a lot of personal struggles that I had because I got married really young, like at 19. So there was a lot of things that I dealt with that wasn't quite finished healing or I wasn't quite finished processing within therapy yet. And then I got married. So it's like those things got hidden behind my marriage and uh, it kept me safe, I guess, or safe adjacent, whatever it was for the time that I was married. But as soon as I wasn't married, guess what came up? All those things I didn't deal with prior to. So and here I am thinking that I'm working on myself during this whole thing. And I was, I was working on myself. So there was some areas and some struggles that I didn't have any longer, but there was a whole lot of other things that I hadn't dealt with that needed to come up now so I can deal with them. And you know what? I talk about my leaders a lot, my leaders in my church, because I love them dearly. I'm so thankful. This is, and I can say this with full confidence and boldness. This has been the best church I've ever been a part of. And if you're not, no, I'm not going to say that, (laughs) but, uh, this has been the best, best church I've ever been a part of. I have experienced so much freedom in the amount of time that I've been there than I have in my entire life. Like year 35 for me has been the best year of my life. I can say that in full confidence and next year coming up on 36, but it has been the best year of my life and I'm almost emotional about that because I have just experienced some freedom and deliverance that I have been praying for years for but sometimes I don't know if you realize but sometimes you be praying and asking God for a certain thing and you just don't be ready you just don't be ready but with this Lord it's it's amazing. It's amazing what God can do when you are in a in a place of surrender. And for me, that's why I'm not going to be dating. I know y'all know I'm always going to bring it back around. I'm just going to be dating myself. That's what I want to do, because I made up in my mind that God has something for me. God has an abundance for me and my children. And because of that, I'm going to stay focused on what I'm doing right now. I'm in school. I'm running a business. I'm educating tiny humans. So I am focused on those things. I'm focused on what God want to do in me and through me with these things that he have me in. And I can't do that with a distraction. Dating somebody is a distraction for me right now. It may not be a distraction for you. You got to make that own decision for yourself. But it is for me. So for that reason, I'm out. And so I have to be willing to work on myself and do things within myself that I I mean, because I can't be asking God for this person that got all these things and I ain't got it. I want somebody full, full of fire, full of the Holy Spirit and just on fire for God. How am I asking for that if I ain't on fire for God? Really? Come on. You got to be the one first before you get the one. I really believe that. I do. You want somebody? Now, I'm a backup. Now, me personally, I don't like to be dependent on no person ever. 
I don't like it. It's just not how I was raised. It's not something I want. Mm, It's just not something I want. However, I cannot be up here like, can't no dude talk to me unless he got six figures. When I ain't got six six figures yet myself. Like what? You want a millionaire, but you are not even millionaire minded. (laughs) I'm not even saying you have to be somebody with six figures or somebody who is a millionaire. But like, I think sometimes we be asking for stuff and not even mentally there ourselves. So it's like how you want this other person to be so put together and you over here struggling. You can't even do a budget. How you if you can't budget what you got right now, how it is you think you're going to be able to budget more money when you get a spouse? You're going to squander all their stuff like you squandering all of yours. And that's going to be a recipe for disaster. I'm, I'm telling you, I have been coaching and counseling people for a lot of years, primarily military people. But it's the same. If you ain't got it together for yourself. You just going to bleed all over the person that you think you want. I want to be in a place to where I can steward well whatever God gives me, even a relationship. We are to steward that well. We are to steward that well. And I can say for me, there are a lot of mistakes I've made in my life. Getting married was never a mistake. I don't care what nobody think or feel. Yeah, it ended in divorce, but I don't regret anything because I know that it was a part of the plan and purpose in my life. And that can be looked at several different ways. And I'm not saying divorce is a badge of honor, but I'm also not condemning anybody who is divorced. Because life is just life. So for that reason, you got to know. You got to work on yourself and you got to know what's for you. You you have to know that. But for me, I know that I want to truly, truly be closer to God. That's like my top priority. I, I want that to be what I stand on. I ain't trying to be falling on my face. What I look like knowing that I got God available to me and falling on my face. Uh, No, thank you. God, I'll just fall in your hands, please. Thank you. So I'll do that. But for me. And my decision stemmed from. I just don't want to be out here dating all willy nilly. I don't want to waste my time. I am 35. And while that's young, I still don't want to waste my time. I could be doing so much else with my time. I don't care if it's friends, somebody who's interested in me in any kind of way. When I feel like my time is wasted, oh, you are cut off and blocked. If I happen to see you in public, mm, hope I don't see you. But I'm not going to be rude or disgusting or anything like that. But like my mindset, whenever I'm somewhere, I be so mission minded that I probably don't see people anyway. I, I don't see people anyway. So when I'm out, you know, and I told y'all this was impromptu. So the fact that my kid keep walking in in the door is wild to me. 
But anyway, <laughs> like anybody who wastes my time gets cut off. And and I know we don't like to use that that word. But let's say they get dismissed. They get dismissed because I truly don't think God going to send nobody in my life to waste my time. That's just not what God does. So I feel like that's warranted. Just exit your way on out. See yourself right on out of here. And that can be good with me. But I made a decision for myself that the next guy, man, actually, that comes into my life and has any interest in me needs to be serious about me. He need to be. Because I ain't got time to be playing. Ain't nobody playing in my face. I ain't playing with nobody. I'm way too old for that. Uh, You know, I'd prefer it not be somebody in my parents' age range, for real. Because that seemed to be a thing around here where, like, granddaddy status be interested in the younger people and... I mean, that's for somebody, but it ain't for me. Let me be honest. And I also prefer somebody, like, within my age range. Preferably, I do like older guys, but, you know, I know I know people say get rid of the list. But, no, I, I, don't, I don't say get rid of the list. I say take your list to the Lord. And the Lord will honor that, but the Lord will also give you what you need not always what you want like i can give this list to the lord lord this is what i prefer this is what i want and the lord can take that and do what he do with it but there's nothing wrong with having a standard god got a standard like i mean i'm just saying there's nothing wrong with having a standard writing down what you would want in a spouse but also like i said before you have to make sure that you are being what it is that you're desiring. You can't just be out here willy-nilly wanting per- people to be perfect and you just jacked up and going to stay that way. That ain't what we doing. That is not what we doing out here. That shouldn't be what we doing. Let me say it that way. But, um, but yeah. So, that's my take on dating and relationships. I know for me, my, um, my stance is a little different. I feel like if you if you want to date at the end of the day, if you want to date, then date. But no, whatever decision you make, you're going to have to live with the consequences. Dating's not bad. If you're ready to date, date. But you need to have boundaries in place for when you are dating so you don't end up in a predicament that you don't want to be in. Look, I've been the lifeline for so many friends. When I was married... Who were on dates. If they text me a code word. I'm rolling up. I've done this for several of my. uh, Marines. Back when I was in the um, military. Like. I like to be reliable. I can't do everything. But I like to be reliable. Because I cannot stand. Unreliable people. Oh my god. That's a pet peeve of mine. You want to know the quickest way to not be my friend. That's it right there. Unreliable. And I don't mean if something come up, you text me and tell me. No, I mean like you don't show up, you don't call, you don't te- you don't say anything. You just it's like I don't know if you died or not because I ain't heard nothing else. So yeah, don't do that to people. But if you're ready to date, date. 
But if you're not ready to date and you're in a space to where you miss being in a relationship, that's okay too. That's normal. I mean, we not robots out here. We're not robots. So, but you you do want to get some healing and you do want to give yourself time because if you don't, you're going to end up in a situation somebody may take advantage of you advantage of your vulnerabilities and and you being transparent and then there's been so many cases where somebody get taken advantage advantage of because they're just in a place of weakness and I don't want y'all to see that as bad because we've all been there but you definitely don't want to make yourself end up like in a predicament that you just don't want to be in because sometimes it can be hard to backpedal it really can be so you definitely don't want to do that so with dating and relationships my stance is i'm not dating right now i'm i'm not dating other people right now i'm dating myself I'm having my dates with Jesus. I'm working on myself, healing myself, and um, just doing things that I know are going to benefit me in the long run. That can look different for everybody. And two, last note, I want to say you may not ever feel like you're ready to date again. But you you don't know unless you, you know, push yourself out there. But if you don't want to do it, definitely don't make yourself do it but i'm just saying when you're ready you'll kind of know the process is different for everybody some people will i mean some women ask men out on dates men mostly ask women out on dates you know so there's that but be kind to yourself be gentle with yourself and work on yourself through this whole process because you can never work on yourself too much I don't think so with that that's my talk on dating and relationships and I don't know may do may do like a a part two because there's always gonna be a topic or a new thing that comes up with this with this dating and relationship thing so you know you just never know But like I said, please, please, please be kind to yourself. Be gentle with yourself and always, always work on yourself.